You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Welcome to church today. Great to be with you. Beautiful, sunny January. Um, maybe you're maybe you're sharing this service with uh, people in your small group. Maybe you're doing a watch party. Wherever you are today, how cool it is that we get to come together here online and do church together. Today, I wanna to speak to you from one of my favourite verses, Romans 12, verse two. And my prayer for you today is that you would know the will of God for your life. My prayer for you today is that your life would be transformed, that you would be renewed and that you would truly know God's, God's good, pleasing and perfect will for your life. You know, in life, we can often find ourselves struggling, right? We're too tired, we're too stressed, we're too busy, we're spending too much money, we're busy trying to keep up with the people around us. You know, we might take a holiday and then we just get back in to doing the same things the same way. Um, according to a pattern, we kind of live our life by patterns. And often they're unhealthy patterns that we find ourselves living our lives by. We can get caught up trying to fit in with our friends, uh, with our family. Uh, we do things according to what society says that we, we should do. And all the while we can find ourselves missing or minimising God's will for our lives because we're so busy setting our lives up according to what we think we should be doing. I remember in my late teens, I was loving life. I was part of the local surf club part, um, scene and uh, I, was, I was having a great time. The, the weekends were about being at the beach. It was good. The parties, lots of fun. I was also a Christian and I loved God and I'd go to church. And I can remember the day that the Holy Spirit really just challenged me and He really challenged me that I was conforming. I was looking to my surf club buddies for how to live my life. And I was kind of compromising and I was living my life in such a way. I began to kind of copy how they did life. And I found that actually I became more and more distant to God. In this particular day, I really felt like God was saying to me that I needed to begin to live my life in a pattern that was following Him and in a pattern that He would have for my life. And so I made that change that day. You know, I wanna ask you today, who are you copying? What is the pattern that you are living your life by? Are you growing closer to God or are you growing more distant to God? In Romans 12 too, it says this. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing and perfect will. You know, when we look to God, through Scripture for a pattern for how to live our lives, when we identify those negative thoughts in our lives and we change them with thoughts that align with God's will, with God's way, with God's plans for us, then, then we're transformed, we're renewed and we more fully see the plan of God in our lives. You know, if you wanna know and have confidence in God's will for your life, we can look to the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul says, point number one, change your pattern. 
Paul says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. You know, the definition of a pattern is the repeated, regular, expected way in which something happens or is done, or in this case, how somebody behaves. Patterns produce something. What are the patterns in your life? What are the patterns in your career, your marriage, your relationships, in your small group? And and what are these patterns producing? We live our lives in a pattern. We follow sets of rules about the way that we live. We are influenced by society, by culture, by religion, and we're influenced by the way that we were brought up. The most powerful way to notice who we are patterning our lives on and if necessary, change who we are patterning our lives on. That's what we've got to do, team. We've got to change who we are patterning patterning our life on. So my question is, who are you actually patterning your life on? Maybe it's somebody famous, somebody that you admire, an actor, um, a musical artist. Maybe it's a blogger or an influencer on social media. Maybe it's somebody at your work. Who are you patterning your life on? And I want to ask you, how is that going? How is that going for you? You know, for some of us today, we need to change the person that we are patterning our lives on. The disciples, the disciples patterned their life on Jesus. The ultimate goal, right? It can be really helpful to pattern your life on somebody who is following Jesus well. Maybe for you, you need to get a mentor. Maybe there's somebody that you admire. You see their relationship with God and you really want what they've got. The Apostle Paul says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Now, when I was um, around 18 years of age, um, I was in church, it was a Sunday night church and we had this um, missionary come and speak at the church and It was just absolutely amazing. I was really um, taken by what he said. I also, at that time, was reading about Hudson Taylor and his work with the China Inland Mission. And then also Jackie Pullinger, who was a missionary. She wrote a book called Chasing the Dragon and she worked with drug addicts in Hong Kong. And I thought that this seemed like a good pattern that was really worth following. I was convinced that I was gonna go to Asia, be a missionary and never come back. So as a 21-year-old, I got as far as Bangkok, decided that's where I was gonna be with a plan not to come home, but I wanted to serve God in Asia. But as it turns out, that wasn't God's will for me to become a missionary. God had other things for me. You know, in the work that I have done over the years and at that time, I was able to do many, many missions trips into Southeast Asia. It was incredibly rewarding. It changed the way I saw the world. It changed the way I saw my life. You know, if you change your pattern, you will change your life. And then if you take the next step, then your life will stay changed. If you don't, then you'll drift back to the old patterns, the old ways. My second point is change your thoughts. Paul goes on to say in this passage in Romans, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, you can't change your pattern long term 
without changing your thinking. You know, we are in charge of our mind. We are in charge of our thinking. And in fact, Scripture tells us that we're to take our thoughts captive. In 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, it says, We demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. You know, we might think that we can't do anything about those thoughts that flood our mind. But the truth of it is, We can, we actually can. We can renew our minds and we can change those thoughts that seek to sabotage us and take us out. It just takes a little bit of work. We can begin to identify our thoughts. We can look at them and we can decide which of the thoughts that are coming into my mind are good and strong and supportive and helpful to me. We can also decide about the negative ones, the lies, the stuff that seeks to sabotage us, the thoughts that don't support us. So what do we do about this? Three steps. And the first one is this. We write them down. The second thing is we analyse them. We look at our thoughts. Are they true or are they not true? Are they helpful to us or are they really unhelpful to us? And the third thing we do is we replace them with truer thoughts that support us. You know, scripture can be so helpful here. What does God say about us? You know, we can speak that stuff positively into our life. It's an incredibly powerful thing to do. Many years ago, I needed to deal with some really unhelpful thoughts and beliefs that I had about myself. I would find myself feeling intimidated in a whole variety of situations, maybe at work, maybe talking to particular people. I would even occasionally find myself at the family dinner table feeling quite intimidated by the conversation. But with some help, I was able to identify when I felt intimidated and I knew what my thoughts were. The thoughts that would come into my mind when I felt like that were nobody wants your opinion. Nobody wants to know what you have to say about anything. You don't know what you're talking about. You've got no idea. And they would spiral down to this negative belief that told me I was dumb. A really unhelpful carryover from my childhood. It would make me feel useless and I would feel confused and I would feel intimidated. Over a couple of weeks, I noticed when these thoughts would turn up I wrote them down and I began to analyse them and decide if I was okay with them or not. They weren't true and they weren't helpful in my life. I came up with better, stronger, supportive statements that I needed to think. So when intimidation turned up and these thoughts, these negative thoughts would start to come, I would go, no. And I would start declaring truer thoughts, thoughts like, my opinion matters too. I do know what I'm talking about. I'm as smart as anybody here. And as I changed these thoughts, my feelings changed and the intimidation diminished. I'm totally free of that in my life today. Paul explains this to Timothy. In 2 Timothy 1.7, he says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, love and self-control. He's saying, don't be intimidated and take control of yourself. So I wonder today, what are the thoughts that you need to change? And what do you need to replace them with? 
And why don't we just right now, maybe you're sitting um, and you're, maybe you're, you're journaling, maybe you could grab a piece of paper and a pen, but why don't you just take a minute now and write down those thoughts that you know that you need to take captive of in your life. Write those down and then analyse them. Look at them. Are they true? Are they not true? They're likely if they're negative, they're not true. And then write down two or three positive statements that you could replace them with and then begin to put them to work. When those negative thoughts pop in, you just replace them with the truer God words that you can speak over your life. And when your thoughts are more in line with what God says about you, then you'll be able to, and this is our third point, know God's will. Paul says, you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. You know, we've got to understand the connect between our patterns, our thoughts, and our ability to live out God's will. Let me illustrate with a story that I recently read. There was a man and he captured two baby eagles and he raised these two baby eagles. They grew to be amazing um, noble birds. One day, the cage door was left open and by mistake, the birds escaped. The one bird flew to a nearby tree where it sat on a low branch for it could not use its wings properly, having never learnt to fly, except within the closed confinement of its cage. Eventually, it was shot by a farmer. The other bird, well, that fell into a river and drowned. You know, neither of these eagles had an older wild eagle to pattern themselves from. Their thoughts were confined into the in, within that inside of the cage that they lived in. And they missed God's intended will and plan for their lives to fly and to soar. You know, when we don't have an older, wiser person to pattern from, when our thoughts are confined or caged to the pattern of this world, then we can miss the will of God for our lives to fly, to soar, to be who we were created to be. And when our pattern isn't right, when our thoughts aren't right, and we are not in the full will of God, we know it, don't we? We feel it in our bodies. We can have challenges with our mental health. We can find ourselves failing and problem after problem. It's really important that we understand this. The Apostle Paul, he was an angry, frustrated young man and he was looking to the Pharisees for the pattern to how he would live his life. And it was only when he began to pattern his life on Jesus that he found peace that he found a passion for life, that he found true influence and success. All the things that we know the Apostle Paul for today. Pattern your life right. Do the work to get your thoughts right and discover the will of God for your life. Romans 12, 2. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for your word to us today. And Father, I just pray, Lord God, Lord, as we begin to pattern our lives on You, Father, as we begin to analyse our thoughts and replace those negative ones with positive thoughts, 
Father, I thank You, God, that we will know more fully Your will for our lives. Lord, we love You and we thank You and we pray, God, that You will continue to speak to us today. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. I just want to, before we finish today, I just want to speak to a particular group of people. You know, maybe today you don't know God and we just want to give you an opportunity um, to know Him, to know His plan for your life. You know, knowing Jesus was the best decision I ever made in my life and I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, God loves you and has a plan for your life. It says in John 3, 16, that for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that that whoever believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. You know, we've all sinned and our sin keeps us separated from God, our Creator. And Jesus made a way for our sin to be paid for. And when we put our trust in Jesus and when we begin a journey of faith, We find freedom when we begin to know God and experience His plan for our life. It is the most incredible thing. It says in John 1, 12, to those who received Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. You know, if that's you this morning and and, and you're feeling challenged that you need to give your life to God and begin to find that freedom that you were created for, then I would encourage you right now to pray this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, thank you that you love me and that you have a plan for my life. I know I have sinned and fallen short, but Father, I believe that you came for me. Please forgive me of my sin and accept me into your family today. I receive you as my Lord and as my Saviour. In Jesus' name, Amen. And I tell you that that's the best decision you will ever make. And if you prayed that prayer. There's one more thing that we need you to do. Can you in the chat, can you either click, I raised my hand, push that button or the count me in link. You can do that. And one of our team would love to connect with you now. Have a great Sunday church. We love you. Get out there, enjoy the sunshine and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Centre podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancentre.org.nz.